On today's show, we talk to two very special guests who are very close friends of members of the Dan K Show. But first, as we head into our free skate, it's time to talk to the only man with a show named after him in junior hockey, the only man to successfully make the move from New Jersey down to Florida, and even after months of living there, still not have a single decoration in his apartment. That man is Dan Kay. Dan, welcome to the show. I'm a busy man, all right? I'm not just, I'm not just interior designer Dan Kay, all right? And if I was making that interior designer money, yes, I'd have everything hung up. But right now, everything is in a chair or a position on the floor near where I need to put a nail. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. You've scouted the room out, at least. You know where everything's going to go. I know where stuff needs to go. Like the big, the big portrait of myself has to go over the guest bed so that when Lucas comes down to visit, he has to stare up at my face the entire time. <laughs> That's where well, I'm at luck- right now. Luckily, I can just take these off and I won't be able to see much of anything. So and for the go. folks listening to you on audio, those are glasses. And Lucas did not let you know what these were that he was taking off. Could have been his flip flops. <laughs> hold on. Lucas said, he, what, let me go back. Let me, let's yeah, erase all that. Lucas just tossed his Crocs off, tossed his Crocs <laughs> across the floor, both Crocs, and said, once I take these off, I'll be fine. Of course, because you'll be comfortable. And for the folks at home who may be a little confused as to what's happening right now, the Dan K Show, in its quest for perfection, has once again slightly changed the game, changing the podcast game, our own podcast game here, to a little bit of a different format, which you have now been tossed unwittingly into. You are in the middle of the new format right now where we're still going to have guests. We're still going to have our advice segments at the end. You're in the middle of the free skate. However, we're going to kind of approach these things a little bit differently. And, and Dan, I like this, this new idea, this new format. It gives us to kind of have an ability to, to expand on maybe something that we haven't talked about or we're not going to be able to get to in the show that comes out the day after. Gives us an opportunity to kind of talk to the folks at home a little bit more and, you know, let's the, let's the coach interview, the player interview, whatever it may be, just breathe a little more. Um, and so this is now our attempt to, to maybe breathe a little more here in the first part of the show. Yeah, and speaking of breathe a little more, I've been on my workout game the last couple of weeks here, Lucas, and I'm struggling to breathe still. I mean, the, the fact that I can't run a 5K without problems is, is an issue for me right now. But you look at what we're doing in this rebrand. I mean, one of the biggest things we want to do with this show when we started it, what we wanted to do was educate players and parents and families. That's what we wanted to do. We wanted to educate you on your options, educate you on junior hockey, educate you on the collegiate game, and what this season is going to be really driven towards is that NCAA level, that ACHA level. We really want players to understand their options as they go through this progress and this process. We look at it, there are sometimes, there's sometimes some foul play in this world of junior hockey. Because at times I call it the sausage factory, right? It's, you, don't, you see sausage when it comes out of the factory, but you don't know what's going on behind the doors all the time. And for us, we're opening those doors to the hockey families. And, you know, one of the great people, Bob Turo, someone who's up very into all this, right? He, he's been working with us. We've been working with him close hand in hand on just anything we can help out with. And, that, and you look at people like that, that want to make this game better. You look at people throughout the USPHL, the coaches, the ownerships, the, the front offices, great there. And for us, 
we now want you, uh, we know how, we all know the USPHL folks, we're starting to get into that NCAA, that ACHA realm. And that's something, Lucas, we're really going to be driving towards as well as the youth game and talking to some coaches of those younger guys that are helping them navigate the process before they get into this crazy junior world. Yeah. And, and all that stuff is, is really important to us because it's really important to you, right? It's, we always, we've always talked about on the show how there's only so many slots at D1 colleges. And even barring that, even if there were unlimited places to play at D1, D1 is not always the right fit. Every player is unique. Every player has a different blend of athletics versus education that they're looking for. Big school, small school experience. I work as a college advisor and trying to find that fit for each person, uh, you know, is, is difficult and it requires information and it requires a little bit of trust. And so that's what we're going to be doing this year to build on what we've been doing up until now is to not just give everyone the information that they need, but, you know, have a little bit of fun doing it as well. And if we can, if we can all have a little bit of fun and, and let you guys in and, and Dan to build off your point about exercising, I, I need to let you know that I went paintballing a couple of weeks ago and uh, I sprinted about an eighth of a mile and I needed a break immediately. My first sprint of the day. And it was a, it was a real wake up call. So uh, if you have any, uh, any running tips or any ways to stop myself from, you know, eating an entire pizza when I get a little sleepy, uh, that would be appreciated. I would introduce a bear into the situation, a live yeah. bear. So hear me out, okay? You're eating too much pizza. What handles that? A bear. You, you mm-hmm. leave an open box of pizza and you're a bear, he's, you're, he's getting that before you are. I can promise you that. Also, empty box of pizza now, no more pizza. Luke is still in the room. Guess who's going to get running from that bear? Adrenaline pumping, <laughs> you're running, no issues. Mountain lion, jaguar, panther for p- folks down here in Florida like Danny K. It, it, well, anything will work. Any, any big live animal that tends to be ornery when hungry. I do like that you've started me with the slowest animal, the bear, and then have worked me up through the faster and faster animals until we get to panther. Well, I'm like Alan from The Hangover right now. I've got a tiger right now eating a steak in my bathroom. And, and that's where I'm at because that's the, the phase. I, I've already gone through bear. I've already gone through jaguar. I'm up to tiger now, which is jaguars might be faster than tigers. Let's get off that. Let's get in the hockey. Let's go. Before we do that, though, Lucas, let's pay those bills. Let's talk reviews, okay? Coffee and brewskis. Start with your brewski here this week. So one of uh, – I, I think one of my uh, favorite beers that I've been drinking now is from Summit. Uh, which is a Minnesota-based brewing company. It is the Cabin Crusher, and they just released three flavors. They've got lime, they've got lemon, and they've got tangerine. Um, I think the lemon and the lime are fantastic on their own. I think they are absolutely perfect, but they're flavors that people know. So I'm reviewing the tangerine one today. And it's 5%. It's just a, a regular crushable beer with just a little hit to tangerine. And, and I think it's great. I think all the flavors are fantastic. I think the tangerine is, is perfect for people who are maybe a little burnt out on lemon and lime flavorings and you want something a little different. I will tell you this though, each one of these beers, if you can add a little slice of fruit into them, I know it's sacrilege for some people. I think those people are, uh, are a little old school and need to have a little fun. Uh, take a slice of orange, even a slice of lemon or lime if you got it, throw it into that cabin crusher tangerine you will not be sorry. I think it is that perfect summer beer. 
it's still summer. Even when it's September, it's still summer. Dan knows this. Local summer in New Jersey goes until the middle of October. So keep crushing those cabin crushers. Check out Summit Brewing. And if you are in Minnesota, you're surrounded by some of the best beer on the planet. So get out there, find a place, and uh, start drinking. That's part about my relocation down here to sunshiny Palm Harbor, Florida, Lucas, is it's always summer. I don't have a summer. <laughs> I don't have a spring. I don't have a fall. Winter, spring, summer, or fall, all you got to do is walk outside because it's beautiful. You know, and that, that's where I'm going with it right now. Living at the Encasio Dream, we go to my coffee review. And Lucas, I, I forgot to keep the bag with me. I got to grab it. So this is a coffee company that I, I, I have an affection for because they try. You know what I mean? They, they go out there on a limb. They, they make the, they make these, these different flavors. They tried, they've had, I've had 8.8s from these guys. I have had 4.7s. Okay. And what was your score on your beer? My score, I would definitely give it a 7.8. I think it's a perfectly crushable, perfect beer for hot weather. And it's a really good flavor that doesn't overload you. So my coffee this week is from 8 O'Clock Coffee Company. And you may remember them. I had their Vermont maple. They like to make coffees based on states. Okay. So I had their Vermont maple. The maple smell, my God, it was like pancakes, a pancake forest that I was living in. And pancakes had taken over. And I was whisked away by a waffle army. And they, they stole me away. And, and there was melted butter waterfalls. It was delicious smelling. The, the taste was all right. It was okay. They didn't get the maple in it. This one this week, Lucas, it's inspired by Florida. It's called the flavor of Florida. And it's caramel flan. Not flan for those of you from New York and New Jersey. Okay, we're not talking about flan here. Flan, caramel flan. And it's so subtle. The subtle hints of the caramel are done right in this one. This is less smell forward and more taste forward. This is the opposite of that maple where the maple smell came through, but the taste didn't. This one, the smell doesn't come through as much. It smells more like a normal medium brew of coffee. It comes out big time, especially when you put it in your single cupper and you make a little single cup pour over with some boiled water. But this one, I put it in the drip. This is an eight one, Lucas. This is a really solid flavored coffee. I don't know that I've ever even had flan. So I don't even know what the context for that flavor is, or is it mostly caramel? Um, so my, my roommate was from uh, Puerto Rico in college. We played baseball together. His name was Zyrese Fernandez. He taught me a lot of Espanol. We learned it together. We still love the man. Zyrese Sucio, we called him. This guy was, that's dirty. That's Spanish for dirty. He didn't tell me that when he used to tell me to tell people that they were tu es sucio. I didn't know that some of our Cuban players on our team were not happy with me because they were not happy. I had to explain <laughs> to them I would like to, but. We look at this, and, and this flan, it's dairy-based. Flan's dairy-based, Lucas. So I don't know exactly how to make it, but Cyrese's mother would bring us giant cartons of just her homemade flan. And I never wanted to ask what was in it because, so, like, I, I had the rice and beans, delicious. I had, I had the, the mofongo, delicious. I, I had a little bit of everything that he would bring you back. You don't question it when it's dropped off in quantities that large. You don't. So I just went for it incredible delicious flan is a love if you haven't tried flan get out there and try it well i guess i'll i'll have to find it but uh what do you what do you think over on the over on the coffee dan would you recommend it overall on the coffee I, I i recommend that if you were into flavored coffee 
maybe maybe you try it out if you're really into like subtle caramels you're if you're the kind of person who goes to starbucks and you ask for one pump of caramel instead of three i would recommend this for you if you're the person who's like that that crazy starbucks order with the 85 pumps of cream 85 pumps of caramel pour a whole carton of sugar in it and then fill a shoe with milk and dump that on top no don't try this but if you're drinking coffee and you like subtle hints of flavor this is a good flavored coffee for that. I also added in some pink Himalayan sea salt, which comes from the Phil Mickelson approach to coffee, which helps actually Ooh. to fight inflammation, Lucas, to fight inflammation, to get you good sodium. So as long as you're not in taking too much sodium in your diet, that pink Himalayan sea salt on top of your coffee, a great ad. That's where we closed out. That's it. Because it's time to get into this interview, Lucas, with two people who I think you said in the open, pretty close to the guys in the Dan K show. We like these guys a lot. And folks, welcome back. We hope you enjoyed what the revamped free skate is going to be all about. The big thing here, this is a feedback episode. So go ahead to our anchor.fm page. That's anchor.fm backslash DKS hyphen hockey. You can leave us a voice memo. Leave us voice messages all season long. They'll be included in the show. It's good feedback to have. Obviously, follow us at the underscore Dan K show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok now, but now it's time for the interview with our surprise guest number one. Guest number one, his background is he used to work in sports television, but now he makes his way over to the social media side of things as the host, play-by-play man, travel director, and assistant head of human resources of the Dan K Show. It's Dan K. Dan, Welcome to the broadcast. This might be your first time as a guest on this show. I've never been a guest anywhere. I feel like nobody invites me. Nobody wants me on their <laughs> podcast other than Joe Sicola had me on his podcast once and we had a great talk, a really good time. I think it re- went really well. And I did very a very good job to not step on everything he said because I step on people, you know, because I get excited. I, I, I'm very full of myself. So therefore, I want to get the words out I want to get out. But no, Lucas, it's really awesome to be a guest today. So I want to kick things off with letting the people know, get to know you a little bit better, because as much as we've been in front of the public eye for six years now, we focus on everything else, right? So so let's talk about you, Dan Kay. First of all, what is your experience in the sports industry, and why do you feel like this prepares you for your role with the Dan Kay Show? Well, I do have to say, I feel like I'm on, on the couch right now. So I'm laying down, I'm laying down on my back for the folks at home. Like I'm in the psychiatrist's office here talking through this. What makes me, why am I here? What am I doing? But no, my, my sports background, uh, and, and Lucas, you know this already, but I've worked in three of the four major U.S. sports leagues in the network industry at networks in those three, three major sports leagues. So I've got this background and these years of understanding of just kind of how this all works, you know, the cogs in the wheel, how they come together. And, and I've gotten a chance to really watch some incredibly smart people do this at a really high level. And, and with that, I'm certainly no genius. I'm certainly no expert, but I, I like to look at this as this is an opportunity now for, for myself to take a bad experience I have as, as a young athlete being recruited, trying to find home, and turn it into an opportunity for these young athletes today 
to, to kind of put together my experience as a, a former athlete at this age range, trying to find my way, mix it with a industry professional from the television industry who has an understanding of kind of what makes it all tick, what's the heartbeat of it all, you know, and, and take those two understandings, put them together to really guide young athletes to the right options, to the right choices so that they they can feel at the end of it all, whether they're a doctor, a lawyer, an NHL star, or whatever, that they've really succeeded. Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, it's it's not just the professional experience, right? But this whole thing is sort of built off of that personal experience, that drive to want to make the experience better for, for other players. Now, the one thing I think that uh, we've obviously talked about is how – not being able to be a hundred percent hockey guys has been, I think at times a frustrating experience because we feel we can do so much more now that we are, and now that you are, uh, what is your role going to be? Not just for the Dan K show, but also in terms of the role for the USPHL. Well, started out with this while doing the Dan K show, I was working 60 to 80 hours a week at a full-time gig. So you, you do the math, your week, hours start to go away a bit, right? You're tending to work at 11 p.m. at night, 1 a.m. in the morning. You're, you're not sleeping much. I was on four to five hours of sleep a night. You look at this now, for me, with how crazy I am, I look at it as not an opportunity to do less, an opportunity just to do more in the right position, in the right place. And mm -hmm. I, I was talking to some folks off the air, Lucas, and, and this is something that I think parents can learn from, players can learn from. But like, I left my dream job for my dream, if that makes any sense. You know, I left this sports television industry that if you told an 18-year-old Dan Kay he was going to be in the sports television industry, he would have said, I don't care what I'm doing. I don't care where I'm working. That's where I want to be. But you look at this Dan Kay show product, you look at the USPHL, you look at the growth in the game of hockey overall, the opportunities that are being created across this country, across the planet for the game of hockey. It just it was too good to pass up. This is too good of an opportunity to pass up. And our dream, at least my dream, I don't speak for Lucas's dreams. My dream is to grow this thing to a point where we have a true effect on every player that needs help. And, you know, for me, you look at the greats like RC Like out there who, you know, he has guys out there working on, in, on construction sites with him. Like, not everybody's path is going to be that lawyer or doctor I brought up in the last answer. You know, some people's path is going to be that blue collar world where, you know, you go and you, you know the kind of money you make in that road department. You know the kind of money you make working in the construction world. You know how many people we are in need of that need to get into those trades. You know, hockey might build your toughness to get into an industry like that because you got to be tough to do it day in and day out. My pops did it. It's a tough industry. We look at this, Lucas, this opportunity we've been given by the USPHL to really take the reins of this product full time and use it for the betterment of this game and these players. That's what this is all about. And, and that's what this time is going to provide us the opportunity to make more content than ever, to make more, more game broadcasts happen than ever. We'll be at every event. We'll be everywhere in the country. There, there's not going to be a thing that we're going to allow ourselves to miss. What are you most looking forward to about this season? I know it's been a lot of in the trenches work so far, but there's got to be something that's been on your radar, a couple of things that's been on your radar that you're really looking forward to this year. Well, I'm really looking forward. I'm really hoping partners reach out to us and some sponsorships come to the light. Cause I mean, 
the more people we work with, the bigger your network becomes, the better it is for the players. That's number one. Number two, I'm excited to see the work these, these guys put in. You know, like we talked about it this offseason, hashtag outwork everyone. And, and to me, you really see that, that line delineate in September. There's a, there's a big depression in the middle of the guys who aren't ready on day one in September and the guys who are, okay? And, and that's one of those moments. There's a million ahead. There's a million great moments ahead. All-star games. We want to drive that all through the water. The Dan Casho power rankings are going to be back and better than ever this year. I love doing the power rankings. We're going to have a mathematical equation. So it's going to be Dan Casho's picks as well as the shredder, as they say at MLB. But like, we'll call it, we, we got to think of a name for it, Lucas, for our, uh, our new robot. Yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to brainstorm. We'll start with all the names we can't use, all the ones that have already been already been claimed, and then we'll maybe slightly change them and uh, and then improve upon them. They're robo picks, but you look at you look at this season. I mean, I'm excited to see the work these guys put in because for the guys at home, it's obvious when you show up game one and you're not ready to go. You know, there's a difference between getting beat early in the year and getting outworked. And the guys who don't get outworked. Those are those guys that are on that pedestal. Scouts start seeing them. That first showcase is a win. I just can't wait to get down to Carolina and get our mitts on some hockey broadcasts and hockey TV. Yeah, 100% agree. And Dan, the last question for you before we go to our next guest is, if there's, if you can boil it down to one or a couple sentences, what is, what is the one thing you want parents, hockey parents and hockey players to know about the work you're going to be doing this season? Everything matters. Everything. Everything that is player-oriented matters to me, deep down. And that is the most genuine thing that I could tell you all at all, that I invest as much in every single player in this league, and not just in this league, guys who have touched an organization in this league at any point, who have moved on to maybe a competitor league or moved on to the NCAA level, the ACHA level, I am invested. And we are here as a resource for all of you. We are happy to help where we can. That's the biggest thing for me, is just everyone understanding that this, what we do, isn't politics. What we do is flat out for the players. It's player first. It will be players always. And that's what we are here for. It's why we do everything we do. It's why we went through the discussions in the offseason to get ourselves to this point. It's why Lucas and I have thrown aside the day job and turned this into it. And, you know, win or lose, that's what this is about. You look at every bit of competition. They all try to steal from us, Lucas, and none of us can copy. None of us, can, none of them can duplicate it. I'm drinking out of my Breaking Bad mug right now. I'm the one who knocks, Lucas. I guess that makes you Jesse. Are you Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad? <laughs> you can't use the words he uses. I have actually never watched Breaking Bad. So I... Uh... Let's move on to our next guest. <laughs> and Dan Kay will be handling that interview, which will mostly apparently be Breaking Bad related. Because <laughs> what is happening here... But no, again, parents at home, players, dankshow.com, at the underscore dankshow, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Please follow our TikTok. I don't want to keep making like 
these these cringe-worthy TikToks for nobody. If I'm gonna make them, I'm gonna dance around. You guys, you guys gotta come watch. Follow us on TikTok, half the underscore NK show, follow the USPHL man. It's what it's all about this year. USPHL to the moon, Dan K show to the stars. We're doing it. Next guest. Up next. Head to elitejrprofiles.com to find the best way to give your student athlete the tools and connections needed to reach their highest goals in both sports and academics. All right, Dan K Show fans, we are back. The Dan K Show presents Junior Hockey, and I have a guest on the show today that I think this is his first time being a guest on this show as well. Uh, he is someone who you may know as a right-hand man. You may know him as a consigliere. You may know him as Mon Frere from another mayor. You may know him as the head of HR of the Dan K Show. You may know him as the technical director of the Dan K Show. You may know him as hockey TV savant, Lucas. It's Lucas Jones. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Dan. This is, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of joked about introducing you, um, but now that I've been introduced, I realize how incredibly awkward it is to, uh, to, to be introduced. This is an enlightening experience. It is. And now, Lucas, I got to start here for you. You know, this is a question that I've always wanted the answer to. And now I'm going to put you on the spot. I mean, you look at it. Everybody always always makes the, the question, you know, Dan Kesh's name is on the darn show. You know, this, this mm. guy's name is on the show. Lucas, you're, you're here. You've done the same thing I've done. You, you and I, have we, we had 100,000 chips on the table that we could easily held on to and, and lived a happy chip life. But we all pushed all in against this whole thing to make this happen. What made you get there? And, and how do you deal with this team? Well, I, I, the same thing I tell everybody that asks is it was day one, day one of the show. We had a bunch of names in the, in the, the can, our favorite. And the one that we made a fake trailer for was Zamboni Jabronis. That needs um, to go on TikTok, by the way. That needs to be a thing that, that comes back up somewhere. <laughs> um, but, you know, the first day we sat down, we got some feedback and, and, you know, at the time, it was said, well, why not just the Dan K show? And the first thing that we talked about was, is this okay? Is this good? Like, do I, do I mind that? And I said, it doesn't matter to me. You know, it's, if, if this vision is what it's going to be, then, then the name itself doesn't matter. The name just has to be catchy. Um, and on a personal level, it works out for me because if not for the Dan K show, I would probably be off of all social media altogether. <laughs> the, the joke, the shit yeah, exactly. The, the shtick of Lucas not liking social media is partially true. Um, I was never really on camera except for when it was with Dan. Uh, little known fact, or maybe not so little at this point, is uh, Dan and I have been friends since middle school, and we've been broadcasting sports together since high school. Um, so this is not something where, you know, oh, you're working on the Dan K show. It's No, it's, you know, it's our show. It just happens to have his name on it, and Lucas J doesn't flow as well. So it ends up working out, but I'm, I, I love it. You know, getting to wake up in the morning and work on something you're passionate about is, is incredible. Um, it's been a heck of an adventure for the last six years, but now it, it is, it is something that you can really sink your teeth into. I think with, especially with, you know, making this our only job and, and tacking on the, the USPHL stuff as well and, and getting to grow those two brands together. Now, Lucas, you, you're coming on here 
And one of the biggest things you're taking a chunk out of, which is what you've taken a chunk out of for the Dan K show for the last six years is the idea of, I don't even know how to plug my phone in. All right. I have trouble. I, the other day I tried to plug my phone in next thing you know, I'm up to my neck in water and my toilet is out of the ground. My second bathroom <laughs> is ruined. I will tell you that much brand new place down here in Florida. And I've already ruined it. Just trying to plug in a phone, but you look at this technical side of things, hockey TV, the hardest thing, right, with, with hockey TV is they have to deal with hundreds, if not thousands, of different broadcast setups across the world every day. What is Lucas going to do to help out on that hockey TV front so the parents, the players, the fans at home, can, and scouts, even more importantly, can have a better viewing experience? It is all about standardization. That is that is the word of the day, right, with with thousands of products available in the marketplace to record, thousands of cameras, thousands of mixers, and headsets and microphones. My job is to bring everyone up to the same standard where, you know, instead of a broadcaster potentially calling hockey TV and maybe, you know, hitting into a wall because they're dealing with thousands of broadcasts, they can, you know, potentially call me, shoot me an email. I can help them diagnose some problems. I can be a point man for hockey TV when, you know, we're trying to get the last remaining teams upgraded to HD. and making sure it's a great viewing experience for the folks at home. You know, I think the one thing that we realized this season was that the, the digital experience is no longer secondary. You know, it is primary. It has to be there. The infrastructure is there. So the camera has to be there. The microphone has to be there. The, you know, one of the things we're introducing is this idea of multiple camera angles and not just multiple camera angles, but the ability to run commercials, ads, interviews, really elevate that broadcast experience. Um, so it's been incredibly rewarding so far to be able to make those broadcasts and help coaches make those broadcasts the absolute best that they can be. Um, and, you know, be able to integrate our services better with providers like hockey TV and, and all different tech partners that we've come across as well. You know, we've, we're working with hockey TV to upgrade broadcasts for teams around the country to add elements to be able to reach fans better Um so that when you turn on that hockey TV broadcast, you don't just feel like you're in a corner watching a, a, a stream. You feel like you're part of something bigger, you know, akin to turning on, you know, an NHL game of the week, your Wednesday night, what used to be rivalry night. Uh, you feel like you're part of a bigger experience. And I love that. And that's something we've talked about a ton, right, with these free games of the week, with everything over the years. It's taking it from just something you're offered to something that it feels professional. Right. And, and what we want is for those players to have that professional experience. It's why Lucas is here. Because if it was me, you get really professional vocals, but they'd be screamed through a megaphone at, at like a TV screen, like one of those like really big TVs from like the 80s. And I'd be screaming at it. Lucas, I just thought about, by the way, with the TVs from the 80s, I'm going to have a, a whole thing on one of our episodes coming up about Shrek and how this year marks the first year that every player we are covering was not alive when Shrek came out. But let's not get into that right now, all right? <laughs> Somebody once told me the world was going to roll me, and I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, okay? And these are all-stars now that are out here. You know, and you, you, what you find out, Lucas, as you get older, the world keeps coming and it won't stop coming. <laughs> That's Imagine- Imagine a group of young hockey players that have never had the distinct honor and privilege of listening to Smash Mouth. 
That's it. They, they missed out. They missed out. Smash Mouth still around. Apologies to Smash Mouth. Apologies to Joey Patone. No apologies to Lucas here with this next question. You're a history major, okay? You've mm-hmm. worked as a tutor for a long time, extremely successfully, might I add. I, I've, I've seen kind of your growth in that world and how many, how many lives you've affected, right? How many folks you, how many young people you've helped get to the next level academically. Can you talk to me about how you might be able to benefit the hockey world and, and maybe turn all that skill, all that knowledge, all that ability into this, this new age product we're putting together at the Dan Show? Yeah. So, you know, after college, I was a history teacher, history economics and politics teacher for uh, three years and got into tutoring after that um, with companies and then eventually as a private tutor, building up my own brand in that world. And I think the other thing that we've realized is that, you know, college is an expense. It is expensive to go to college. It is no longer a thing, you know, back in our, our parents' generation when you could work 40 hours a week and get to college and, and just graduate, right? So it's got to be worth it. It's got to be done properly. And I think there's a lot of uncertainty in that market. Um, and hopefully that's, you know, something that we can continue to focus. I can lend my abilities as an advisor to help create some, some academic content on the show. At the end of this podcast, there's always a little, a little piece of advice um, to be able to, you know, Think about college as a hockey player, as an athlete, and the ways that it can and should benefit you. Um, yeah. You know, so to be able to create that content and to be in a position where, you know, part of my role as a tutor is as an advisor, finding the right colleges for, for students based on their preferences. Well, now we can do that for an entire league, Dan. You talk about wanting to help people and wanting to make sure that kids are going to the right school. Well, now the pool is so much bigger. It's an ability to help people and help young players the same way that I did as a tutor, but now on a league-wide level, maybe, you know, maybe provide some visibility to schools that haven't been provided the fairness, haven't been provided the visibility, haven't been talked about as a real legitimate option. Some of those, some of those programs that have been given, you know, the, the scarlet marking, so to speak, yeah. from some other parts of the hockey world. And my, my job, I think, is to dispel that, dispel that notion and really elevate these schools as a place for you, if that's the place that you fit best. Um, and I think it's a, it's a beautiful blend of my dream job when I was younger was as a teacher. Now I get to have this dream and still incorporate why I wanted to be a teacher, but now on the hockey side of things. And now you look at this, right? You talk about your dream job being a teacher. I'm a parent out there. I'm coming after this guy to try to tutor my kid. That's what I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but I'll stay away from that. That's why I'm not, I, I'm not in charge of kids because I, I just, you know, I, I lose them. I, I'm a child myself because I'm, as some people say, they're a child at heart. I am just a child. That's it. Just a big grown baby Yoda running around. My last question for you here, you know, you look at, you look at, you know, your passion on the guitar. You know what I mean? I, I, I remember going out watching you play with the Brandon Muscle band. You're tearing it up there, shredding it up on the guitar. You look at your ability in the technical world. You look at a history major, right? These are all severely detail-oriented endeavors that you get yourself time into and you get yourself deep into. You get into these details. Why you can't have social media? You can't be out here talking to people on Twitter and tweeting about the sunset yesterday when you're supposed to be in the gritty details. Okay, we've got power rankings math coming up. We've got all this kind of stuff we're building. 
What are you most looking forward to? You asked me this question to close it out. What are you most looking forward to this season? I think that I'm most looking forward to being able to tap into that passion, that detail oriented passion to not just make our broadcast better, but to make everyone's broadcast better, to not just elevate the way that we talk about players, but to elevate the way everyone talks about players and to be able to look at the things that as a detailed person, I've said, well, why do we do it like that? And now have the ability to maybe change it and, and make it, make it different, hopefully make it better, you know, try to, try to keep this whole thing moving in the right direction. I feel like I'm most excited to see the results of all of that work. Cause as a detail oriented guy, you know, sometimes you get bogged down in the details and you yeah. miss the big picture. Um, and it will be nice to step back and see that big picture when, you know, a parent loves the broadcast of a team that we didn't even go to, right? A parent that, or a player that finds the right school at a different level than maybe they thought. And they message us in a year and they go, I'm having the best time. Thank you guys. Yeah. You know, that's, those are the kinds of things that I think I'm really looking forward to is being able to make that difference. And, uh, you know, on a, on a, on like a personal broadcasting note here, I'm excited to really get after it and really blow everyone else out of the water here. You know, there's a, you can't be afraid to really talk about those personal accomplishments. You gotta, you gotta toot your own horn a little bit too. And I'm just excited for that first couple of broadcasts. You're going to work out a few details, a few little things, but you talk about mid-season form, watch out. Everyone who thinks they can maybe do what we do, watch yourselves. Everybody tries it, but they all somehow forget lighting equipment and microphones because I, I don't understand how. <laughs> at least we never called ourselves like a letter. But, you know, we look at it, you know, whether it's, whether it's competition, whether it's anything, we're competitors at heart. We're excited mm -hmm. to compete for the players. That's the difference. You know, I look at this and, and I see competition in this world. It's all about dollar signs and trying to find money and trying to, trying to, you know, just kind of speak to the keeper where for us, this is about you at home. And that's what it is. And it's always going to be that way. That's our goal. That's our drive. It's everything we do is for the best of you at home, the family, the player. We want to help if there's, a story you need out there. If there's help you need, if help is on the way, dear, that's Mrs. Doubtfire. That's Robin Williams. We're going to the classics that the kids love. We're hip. We're with it. That's what it's all about. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, like I said, I couldn't be more excited for this season. Couldn't be more excited to blow it out of the water. And, uh, you know, let's leave a mark. And I couldn't be more excited for the academic corner with Lucas Jones. coming. Thanks, Dan. I think today's Academic Corner, we're going to start something short and simple. Um, the short and simple thing that you can do right now academically, go back to your notes from the last school year and take a look at them. Just rifle through them. Take a read through, see what you learned, practice your math, do a couple of problems, maybe read a book. Uh, just get out there and start now. Uh, Pretty simply, you wouldn't wait until the first game of the season to, to strap on your skates for the first time. So why are you going to wait for school to start before you get back into the swing of things? So just, just review your notes. I can't tell you as a teacher how frustrating it was to teach a U.S. History 1 class and have all those students come back in four months and fail the entry test when I looked them in the eyes 
four months ago and told them all of the information. So do yourself a favor, do your teachers a favor, put the work in now, just like you do in hockey. If you work in the off season, the season itself becomes much better. Now, Lucas, quick question for you. I think this is something I'm going to do to you this year. I wasn't a great student. You know that. I copied your homework a lot, okay? What about those kids who maybe put all of their notes into one binder that zipped up and at the end of the year ceremoniously tossed it in the trash, which I do not suggest anyone doing, but maybe a host on the show once did. What do you say to that kid? Maybe they're a little behind the eight ball. Maybe they weren't paying attention as much towards the end of the year. How do you get them? How do, how do they get back on track? Do they ask a friend? What should they do? Well, first things first is don't throw those notes in the trash next year. Uh, definitely not. Ask a friend, right? Ask your friend who might have the notes. Um, the nice thing about the curriculum in the United States is that it's all fairly standardized. So you have a lot of resources out there. Uh, you have Khan Academy, which is an incredible resource. Um, there's also YouTube University, um, which is a, a term for the immense collection of wealth that is available for free on YouTube. If you're going into Algebra 2, you you put into YouTube things, basics of Algebra 2. It's it's that simple. You, you just have to use Google, use Khan Academy, get yourself out there and take this opportunity to really not throw away your notes because when you do get to college, I still have all my notes from college. And that ended um, an undisclosed number of years ago uh, for me. Um, so yeah, just save all your notes. And if, if you didn't save them this year, grab a friend, grab some review time, you know, do a couple of math problems and, you know, vow to improve yourself going forward. Absolutely love it. Great tips from an incredibly smart man. With that, we go to that intelligent man, Lucas Jones, for his parting words. Beautiful, wonderful, fits the audio version very greatly. I'm sure everyone thinks the episode accidentally skipped when we get to Lucas's parting words. Doesn't translate as well here. Maybe we'll have to start doing like drum beats every time. But my parting words this week, we talked about kind of leaving my dream job for my dream, right? And we talked about that. And that's something, my parting words this week are, you know, understanding, you got to understand your goals. You got to understand your dreams and you got to understand the steps to get to each of them. Too many times in today's world, we get kind of shot out of a cannon. And Lucas talked about, I want to bring together this whole podcast. You know, Lucas talked about the price of college, how that's changed, right? So there's so much onus, there's so much pressure on us when we leave the educational system. We're, we're, in, we're in the hole money-wise for most of us, right? We've got debt, we've, we've accrued all this debt and now we're getting an entry-level job and the money's not just adding up. So we tend to forget our dreams, we tend to forget our goals and we tend to get lost in the process. What I wanna remind the young folks out there, whether you're playing hockey, whether you're getting ready for school, whether you're leaving your education, whether you're 15 years old and still figuring out the world, Remember, you have to remember your goals. You have to write them down. If you write them down, if you go back to them, you can remember the steps along the way to that dream that you had and figure out, okay, am I on the path or have I diverted? I always use it. I've used it before on this podcast. Little by little, one travels far, J.R.R. Tolkien. You can be the Lord of the Rings, like the Charlotte Rush and win two rings, or you can be the Lord of your destiny and figure out what that dream job is when you leave your school. But you got to know the steps along the path. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to the path. Keep battling all the way through. When Dan K's on the mic, it's always Hockey Night. We're looking for local broadcasters to be our uh, 
spot guests on the Dan K Show this year as part of this rebrand. So if you are a local broadcaster and you want to take on a division in the USPHL and you want to report on the Dan K Show, reach out dankshow.com. If you want to talk to the Dan K Show, we need you to be a part of the show. Tweet, Facebook, Instagram at the underscore Dan K Show, or even better, you can send those voice messages in. Best, yeah, voice messages in. I can't even speak with my voice, but you can send those to us. Finally, dankshow.com to find out everything you need to know. USPHL to the moon, Dan K Show to the stars, baby. When Dan K is on the mic, it's always hockey night. Thanks for watching this week's The Dan K Show Presents Junior Hockey.